Live from Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. And away we go. Welcome to the Audio Imaginarium. My name is Richard Serrett. This is The Conspiracy Show broadcasting live from the Great White North and our flagship station AM740 Zoomer Radio in Toronto. Howdy to everyone listening in on one of our, our growing list of U.S. affiliates. I think we're up to about 30 now. And, and speaking of which, I wish we had a drum roll. Uh, but I'd like to welcome a brand new affiliate, WLIP, WLIP AM 1050, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. Thanks, WLIP, for uh, including The Conspiracy Show as part of your weekly lineup. We are delighted. And I would love to hear from uh, Pleasant Prairians, if that's what you're called, Pleasant Prairians in Wisconsin, the Dairy State. Uh, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. And uh, welcome to all of you listening on uh, the uh, the podcast as well. You know, I'd like to, uh, my uh, intern, story producer, Albert, and I were talking about this before the show. We'd like to develop some kind of an app. Everyone has apps now. We need an app. Uh, so I, I, maybe I can enlist one of you all uh, listening if you have uh, some experience with uh, apps. What we'd like to do is be be able to deliver the podcast right to your iPhone or your smartphone. And, of course, uh, being a complete Luddite or a techno-peasant, uh, I do not have the, uh, the wherewithal to figure that out. But uh, if one of you listening perhaps has some experience in developing an app and you'd like to assist, I would love to hear from you. And you can uh, send me an email at theconspiracyshow1 at gmail.com. theconspiracyshow1 at gmail.com. Uh, we're also live streaming again tonight, uh, the, the program being offered as a Hangout on Air. And uh, the YouTube, or the link to the live stream on YouTube, is available on my Twitter feed, which is at Richard Serrett. At Richard Serrett. So if you go to the Twitter feed, scroll down a few tweets. It might be actually at the top. I think Albert refreshed that. So there's a brand new tweet at the top. And you just click on the link. And uh, incidentally, while you're on the Twitter feed, why don't you follow? Had a great time hosting the uh, the JFK special last night on Coast to Coast. And fellow Canadian Brent Holland uh, joined me in the first two hours. Uh, Brent uh, developed kind of a close relationship with JFK's... One of his biggest uh, supporters, uh, speechwriters, the man responsible for all of those immortal words, ask not what your country can do for you, and so forth, uh, Ted Sorensen. Brent holds the distinction of having been the last person to interview Ted Sorensen and some amazing revelations on the program last night. Hope you had a chance to listen in. Here's something I didn't know. Uh, two days before the assassination, so we're talking November 20th, Dallas police apparently witnessed, I believe it was two men, they were. They had rifles with scopes. I don't know if they were loaded in, whether they actually fired live ammo, but they were pointing these rifles with scopes at a parked vehicle, a convertible, don't you know, parked on the side of the road, somewhere in Dealey Plaza. And in the back seat of the parked convertible were two cardboard cutout silhouettes of two people. Sort of sounds like, oh, I don't know, a bit of a dry run for what transpired two days later. Duh, do you think? Wow, quite a uh, quite a revelation. Uh, speaking of coast, I'll be uh, back on hosting December 13th and 14th, which Eastern Time uh, would be the early hours of the 14th and 15th. And uh, on the 
the, uh, the, the early mornings of the 15th, uh, December the 15th, I'll be joined by my good friend, Victor Vigiani, Executive Director of Zealand News Network, which is a news service dedicated to the compilation, distribution, analysis of uh, news relating to the disclosure of information concerning the extraterrestrial presence engaging the planet as manifested by the UFO phenomenon. And Victor will be with me uh, in the uh, in hours 2, 3, and 4. So that's, uh, if you're in the Eastern Time Zone, that's 2 a.m., 2 a.m., December the 15th. And as it happens, Victor is here with me in studio tonight as well. Hello, Victor. How are you, my friend? Just fine, thank you. Great to be here again. We haven't spoken since my uh, Follow the Truth conference mm-hmm. in Oshawa last week. Uh, did you enjoy yourself? An incredible event. Incredible event. I just uh, was really just sitting there all day long, watching and listening, as um, I guess an onslaught of information um, came forward in a way that I haven't seen it before done that way. And uh, every single one of the guests was captivating and compelling. And the thing that I guess it got me the most is everything was so different. You really hit it. You ring. You rang a whole lot of different bells, and uh, you really attracted a lot of attention to a lot of different ideas and concepts that you know, you know, agree with them or not. Uh, Some of it you've no doubt heard before. Don Don Schmidt, of course, course, was there on Roswell. Jim Penniston joined Mm -hmm. us via Skype and and, uh, talked about Rendlesham. And of course, you were in Washington a year and a half ago. Uh, for the, uh, the the citizens' hearing on disclosure, and, and heard and right. saw Jim's uh, testimony firsthand. Yeah, yeah, his his testimony was uh, was was very very compelling, and you could tell that uh, it, having spoken to him in uh, in Washington in, in May of 2013, uh, over a period of time, over the five days that I was there, uh, a, a very tender man in terms of almost frail with respect to the way he was doing what he was doing he, he was definitely under a lot of pressure and uh, he seems to have kind of gotten by that but there's still some remnants of it in the way he uh, uh, put himself forward i don't think he likes to travel which is why he did yeah. the, uh, the conference by skype yeah, yeah. it's I don't difficult think, yeah, i don't think he likes a lot of attention either to be quite honest with you no never has no. i mean that's not what this is about for no. him no. and you know you just gotta you gotta drag this information out of him uh he, he's not you know someone who is looking, as you say, for a lot of publicity. Uh, 30 years, you know, since more than 30 years, and now he's decided, okay, well, I'll tell my side of the story and write a book, but uh, it's certainly not about publicity and money, and for any of these people, obviously. That's right, that's right. Uh, Well, as I say, a year and a half since uh, the citizens' hearing on uh, disclosure down in Washington, and um, just a bevy of of veritable who's who, really, from the UFO ET uh, arena gave testimony before members... Uh, former members of the United States Congress. There were six former uh, congressmen and women. And the whole effort, of course, orchestrated by the indefatigable uh, Stephen Bassett, executive director of the Paradigm Research Group, who, of course, is a registered lobbyist in Washington and continues to work tirelessly uh, to end the 70-year UFO ET truth embargo. Earlier this month, he launched another initiative involving all of the testimony that's been made available now on DVD, and uh, Stephen Bassett is with us to tell us about that. Stephen, how are you? Richard Victor, it's great to be with you as always. So, uh, this initiative, uh, which began, I believe, November the 5th, involving all of this testimony that has been beautifully produced and, and placed on DVD, what are you doing with this material, Stephen? Well, the, um, the DVD video record of the citizen hearing was shipped to the Congress on the 5th, uh, and by that I mean all 538 uh, offices of the House and Senate. Uh, each set had 10 DVDs in it with uh, three hours, roughly three hours on each DVD set, 30 hours of video record. 
And they, uh, the, uh, the Senate was shipped in bulk and would have arrived first, and then the House uh, was shipped media mail. So they, this probably didn't start arriving in the offices until about, I'm going to guess, the uh, 18th, 19th, a few days ago. And they'll be arriving all next week. Um, and at the same time, uh, the, the, and these were non-commercial DVD sets, right? They were, they were created for the lobbying effort only. Uh, they didn't need to be commercial quality. <clears throat> but finally, and it's been a long time, it's been a very dull year and a half. Let's just leave it at that. Well, that's All an right? expensive endeavor. That's people. an expensive endeavor. Uh, not, not the least of which the U.S. Congress has had a bad year and a half, too, I should say. Uh, but the commercial quality of the CHD is available online now to download uh, at citizenhearing.org. And soon, the DVD sets, commercial quality DVD sets, will be available for purchase as well as to the donors that contributed to the editing campaign. So we're underway. Uh, we, we brought things back to life. Now, look, it took longer than I wanted it to. There's no question. Yeah, it's been a year and a half since the, the, uh, the hearing. But I have to say that I did not really think that Congress... <clears throat> could get much worse, or things could get much worse in Washington, and but they did. And and the last year and a half has been just god awful. And I'm not too um, regretful of of having not dived into that uh, in the middle of the mess, because it has been one uh, political hearing after another after another, uh, the usual gridlock, and. We're running a little late on, on, on this, on, on, on the initiative we launched, frankly, because there was a lot, lot of logistic issues still to be dealt with. And that's not too bad either because, uh, again, we had the immigration issue blow up uh, shortly after, well, and since the election. I mean, you, normally the lame duck com- Congress is, is a very quiet time. The politics cools off. The hearing, political hearings stop. Uh, the members go home. The staff is sitting around. And it's a good time to get in and meet with staff and so forth. But as you know, President Obama issued an immigration directive, so everybody got all fired up again. And then they went home. So <clears throat> as it turns out, I'm not going to start approaching offices until after Thanksgiving. Well, that was my next question is, is uh, because, you know, there are some new members coming in, some members leaving. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the timing... Um, are the new members that are coming in going to receive a, a copy, or are some of the ones of that are okay? Yeah, the, the, the new members coming in will be sent copies of the DVDs after well, when they come in, which is after January the third. However, the old members are still uh, in office till the end <clears> of the year. Their staff is still there, and if they're on the right committees, <clears throat> I'll probably approach those offices because there's still possibility to get support from them uh, and, and develop some interest and build a platform um, in these in the remaining, I guess, a little over a month. So how is this being presented to them? Are they just getting a box dropped off at their office with, with these uh, 10 CDs, 30 hours of testimony? Uh, how is it being presented? All right. Each office is receiving the DVD set. There's a letter attached to it to the member uh, signed by the, the witnesses of the citizen hearing. 40-some signatures on there, calling for uh, the uh, member to uh, review uh, this 
this record, this video record, calling on the office to meet with me and saying that these witnesses want uh, hearings. They, 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 they did the citizen hearing. Now they want to come up on the Hill and under federal penalty of perjury tell the truth to, the, to an actual hearing. Committee. That's key. Wow. Uh, yes, so under federal penalty of perjury. Fifth, we've been running a social media campaign. Um, and that's what your listeners need to know about tonight for sure. This social media campaign is extremely important. The whole goal of it is to make sure the, the boxes, the DVD, the DVD sets get opened okay. by, by staffers. Stephen, hold on. We'll take a timeout. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, the Twitter storm and the other aspects of this social media campaign. Stephen Bassett is with us, the executive director of the Paradigm Research Group and the man behind the citizen hearing on disclosure, which happened a year and a half ago, May of 2013. 30 hours of testimony now being presented to all the current members and uh, incoming members of the United States Congress. Victor Vigiani in studio, executive director of Zealand News Network. Back with more of The Conspiracy Show. Don't go away. My name is Richard Serrett. This is no place for the naive or the faint-hearted. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome back to The Conspiracy Show. Richard Serrett with you. And if you're uh, joining us on the uh, the live stream, watching us on the uh, the Hangout on Air... Uh, I'd love to hear from you, how you're enjoying it, and uh, you can drop us an email at theconspiracyshow1 at gmail.com. Do I have that right, Albert? Theconspiracyshow1 at gmail.com. Stephen Bassett, Executive Director of the Paradigm Research Group, is with us, uh, talking about this new initiative involving the 30 hours of testimony uh, from the Citizen Hearing on Disclosure, which took place back in May of 2013, and he's uh, here to tell us about the social media campaign designed uh, to uh, to sort of uh, galvanize uh, uh, support and urge the the Congress uh, the congressmen and women, all members of uh, the United States Congress who have received the 30 hours of this testimony on DVD, urging them to to screen the material and then respond to it. Uh, Stephen, oh, Victor Vigiani, I should mention. Victor Vigiani, our uh, good friend, executive director of Zealand News Network, is here as well. So, uh, tell us about this social media campaign, uh, Stephen, and then I'll turn things over to Victor. Well, sir, it's very simple. We need the the staff of the uh, offices to open the DVD set, look at it. Not, not watch the whole 30 hours, but look at any part of it, frankly. Uh, once that happens the door opens, and uh, we can make, I think, pretty rapid progress. So how do we get them to do that? Well, starting on March the 5th, we <clears throat> launched a social media campaign to send a lot of messages into the Congress uh, with the key, with these three points. One, we, uh, we, we, you've got DVDs coming. You've got a DVD set called a Citizen Hearing on its way. We want you to look at it, too. We want you to meet with Paradigm Research Group lobbyist Steve Bassett, and we want hearings for these witnesses on the Hill, real hearings on the Hill. Three basic messages. So, to get you know, to rehash just a little bit, the, the Citizen Hearing on Disclosure website is citizenhearing.org. There you can find and download and acquire the commercial quality version of the Citizen Hearing from a year and a half ago. Now, the social media campaign is being run out of several locations. The primary one is factsonwashington.org. F-A-X on Washington.org, facts on Washington.org. On Facebook, 
The page is the Disclosure Lobby, the Disclosure Lobby. It's got the information there. And there's another website, Disclosure.media. Media is an extension. It's one of the new extensions, Disclosure.media. You will also find the information there. Uh, and that information basically has the links so that you can go find, relatively easily find the, the page, the top web page for most of the members of the House and Senate, and there you can find their Twitter icon and their Facebook icon. So you hit on the Twitter icon and you tweet them, as many as you can. Now, uh, and, and not once, but wait a few days and tweet them again. In other words, you need to pop as many tweets as possible into these uh, these offices all the way through uh, the rest of this month and, and well into November. Are you still using the fax? Because people, lest they think that that's old technology, you know, emails <laughs> I know, that's are... just the name of the site, but no, we're not using the fax. Okay, because, you know, uh, some still do use faxes, and it's it's a lot easier, for example, to erase an email than it is, you know, faxes tend to pile up on desks, and it kind of makes an impact. Don't think of it that way. No? Let, me tell you, let me finish this thing, and I'll tell you why. It's cool. It'll work. It's all right. Um, the um, um, so you got your Twitter, so people can tweet, and we have we have a bunch of sample tweets there, what they look like, you know, how to get the message across. Obviously, you can't get it all in one tweet, so you send several, and you wait a few days and you send some more, and you hit, you hit as many members as you've got the time. I've got one person that has sent something like twenty thousand so far. In any event, um, you also have the Facebook icon there. So you can pop on that, and you can go to their Facebook page, and you can post on it these, these, this information. Obviously, you have much – you're not limited to 144 characters. And uh, you can also message them on Facebook. By the way, the Twitter the, – the hashtag for all of this, for those that understand hashtags, is disclosure. Hashtag disclosure. Now, there's also links to their um, – Email form pages. Few, few, fewer and fewer members actually have email addresses. These form pages, so you can send emails to them. So we have three kinds of messages that are coming raining down on them in this media storm or tweet storm, whatever you want to call it: tweets, Facebook postings and messages, and emails. Now, here are the rules. One. Anybody in the world can send a tweet or a Facebook post. And when I was in Europe, I just recently did uh, 12 lectures in Europe, seven countries, and the enthusiasm there for this was as great as it was here in the U.S. And they, they're they're all sending tweets and emails, or rather tweets and Facebook posts from Europe. Um, anyone can do it. Anyone in the world. There's no limit. When it comes to the emails, it's different. Uh, to you can send an email through the form pages to any uh, of the senators. But you have to have a U.S. address. Uh, you can only send an email to your representative, right, by putting in a, an address in your district with a proper zip code. And unless you can come up with an address and the proper zip code for some other representative sec, uh, district, you, you can't email them. They limit it that way. Okay, so for our Canadian listeners, then you want to go through the uh, the Twitter or the, the Facebook it? option. Right. And if for American uh, listeners, uh, choose your congressman or woman uh, that, that represents your district and use their email form if you choose to do the email. And then, t- but town the Senate because you can you can email the entire Senate. You okay. have to put a U.S. address in. All right. So that's that's how we're directing these messages. Now, why does this work? Well, you see, every every office has somebody designated to check everything that comes through on the Facebook page, on Twitter, and on email. 
believe me, they check them all. And the reason they have to check them all is because you never know when something will come through which could be really important, right, to, to, the, to the member, to their boss, in other words. In other words, if something is breaking out there, and you, you've, you've seen how this has happened repeatedly, something turns up on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and, and, it, and it poses a huge problem for the member, and, and uh, often several members have actually lost their jobs because of stuff that's developed in social media, so they follow oh, yes. everything. Now, something comes through, they re- it's not a big issue or immediately gets their attention, they look at it, it goes by. But when a 100 or a 1,000 come through on the same subject, they notice that. And it, that's when things get p- passed up to the boss, to the, to the chief of staff, and they make a decision, look, there's something going on here. What is this disc set about? What's going on with this? We need to check it out. So in other words, you're just hitting with so many messages over a number of days, a number of weeks, that they realize this is something they must engage. So it's not about being able to race or not a race. It's about being hit over and over and over and over again. Now, to give you, uh, there's a one easy way. Uh, there's a number of ways to check Twitter uh, levels, uh, Twitter analytics, uh, many sites. But one I, I like is Topsy.com. That's T-O-P-S-Y, Topsy.com. If you go to Topsy.com and you click on the social analytics section at the top, and then you go ahead and search on the hashtag disclosure, disclosure, you will see that on November the 5th, when this thing started, the number of disclosure uh, uh, tweets, or dis- tweets with disclosure hashtag, jumped up substantially, went up like 6,000, went up some high 12,000 a day, and then dropped on down, but it's been running between four and 8,000 a day since the 5th of November. So do the math, what's it? That's about 17 days. That's 100 and maybe maybe 100,000 over 100,000 tweets, and that's just those tweets that have the hashtag included. Doesn't count tweets that doesn't have the hashtag. So you can see just on that alone, we are definitely pounding them with messages. But of course, they're also getting emails and Facebook posts. We need this to go on through at least the mid-December, and so we need people to get on board. Facts on Washington.org. F-A-X on Washington.org. Is, uh, you can get the info. You can go to the Facebook page, the Disclosure Lobby. You can also go to the website, disclosure.media. And there's also a very uh, lengthy interview uh, that I did recently that gets into a lot of this and covers it uh, that people might uh, get some help from, and that is at iVolveTV.com. That's I-V-O-L-V-E, iVolveTV.com forward slash auditorium, or just .com, go to the auditorium section. You'll see a... Uh, uh, an interview by me where I get into this. All right. Stephen Bassett is with us, the executive director of the Paradigm Research Group. In studio, Victor Vigiani from Zealand News Network as we discuss uh, the latest initiative, this uh, social media storm to urge uh, the, the the current uh, sitting members of Congress and those that will be coming into Congress uh, in, in January, in the new year, uh, to screen the material, some of the 30 hours of uh, wit- eyewitness testimony uh, that was presented at the citizen hearing on uh, on UFO disclosure back in May of 2013, Victor. Yeah, Steve, you've, um, that's a good outline of uh, the process. I'm thinking back to the five days that I spent you know, with you in Washington back in uh, early May of 2013. And um, I, I watched in, in awe, literally, uh, as the... The heads and minds of each one of those congressmen uh, or congress 
women and, and men, and yeah. the one senator, Mike Gravel, watching them literally do a 180-degree turn on the issues that were brought forward by people like uh, you know Richard Dolan and A.J. Gavard and Stanton Friedman, you name it. It just keeps on going on and on. And n- not only did they individually listen to the testimony and were literally gobsmacked by it, obviously, but one by one they became convinced. But there was another process in, in, in place during the five days, a little bit of cross-pollination and dialogue among these congressmen and congresswomen and the one senator regarding what was going on here. I guess my question to you is, what kind of cross-pollination, after all of these emails and, and tweet, uh, tweets and all of that go to these people in, in the thousands, what kind of, or would you assess, there might be the cross-pollination of, of Congress people talking to one another as members, saying, what's, what's all this about? Do, are you counting on that kind of cross-pollination? And, Absolutely. Yeah. Look, we basically sent 5,380 DVDs to Capitol Hill, uh, to 530 offices that are staffed by about 10,000 people. And all of them have computers, all of them have access to DVD players, and so anyone could look at this material. Now, these people have lunch together. They know they have friends in other offices. Many of the staffers have media connections that, you know, they, that, that they go to, right, with when they want to get their members uh, word out and all that. It's a giant network. It's a huge network, and we're dropping 5,380 DVDs in the middle of this. And then we're barraging them with emails, tweets, and, and Facebook posts to create clearly some sort of viral situation where they start talking to each other about this. I mean, that's the idea. And what, what they see, and this is where we have a shot. This is why we may have a shot to pull this off. They, they, they've been given something unprecedented. It's never been done before like this. What they have and what they will see is exactly what you said. They will see six former members of the Congress that were colleagues of, m- of many of these members. And probably the majority of these members have been colleagues or one or more of these, these members. Two of them, uh, Lynn Wolfie and uh, Roscoe Bartlett, a Republican and Democrat, they retired just the January before the, the citizen hearing after, with 20 years. Uh, that's 10 terms in the Congress. So they're going to see colleagues of theirs with 80 years of tenure come into a hearing on, on, on the most important subject in the world that has been suppressed by government policy of truth embargo, basically on the fence on this issue, not, not, not biased toward it all, uh, skeptical even. And they're going to see them profoundly affected by this testimony. So it, it's going to take a huge amount of the risk out of the decision ultimately to hold hearings, but it also shows them that this, this may be the best opportunity that Congress has had a long time to do something profound, something that will grab the world's attention, something that will move things forward and reclaim from the American people the trust and esteem that they have squandered over the last 30 or so years, and now down to what, an 11% rating. So the citizen hearing is the key to the door if we get them to look at it. Now, further now, to I'm that goal. We're going to be doing a media campaign. We, we may have the, we're hoping to raise some money, hopefully at least $20,000, maybe from one wise futurist person who wants this done uh, to bring our, our publicist in so that she can work the entire three months, December, January, and February. 
uh, along with, of course, my media work, to, to get the mainstream media on this as well. Now, we had a lot of coverage for the citizen hearing. We had a lot of articles. If you go to the media section at uh, citizenhearing.org, you can see these articles. Uh, but that was a single event. This is a three-month uh, endeavor, the most comprehensive effort ever to get hearings on the ET issue on Capitol Hill. Uh, so we have a lot of opportunity to get media coverage, to get on, on, on uh, uh, network news shows and so forth, or uh, talk shows. Stephen, we're going into a break here. Just a yeah. quick question, though, a quick yes or no answer. Did you provide members of Congress with a sizzle reel, sort of a, a highlights uh, reel, if you will, uh, at the sort of the top end of the 30, uh, for those that we know their attention span, yeah. is there a highlight reel there for them? No, there no it's deliberate. Excellent. Key information is right on the box. And we want them to go in and see the process unfold. All right. Sizzle reel doesn't quite get it across. It shows you some highlights. You see, oh, something happened. You put it away, and you don't watch anything else. We want them to watch this testimony unfold. Gotcha. All right. Stephen Bassett stays with us, executive director of the Paradigm Research Group, Victor Vigiani, executive director of Zeland News Network. See, we've got two executive directors. Only the heavy hitters will do on The Conspiracy <laughs> Show. Stay with us. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Hey, and we are back. Victor Vigiani in studio, executive director, Zealand News Network, and Stephen Bassett, executive director of the Paradigm Research Group. We're talking about his latest initiative, this social media storm, um, which is sort of working in concert with. Uh, he, he he sent all the members of Congress, however, at is Congress, House of Representatives, and the Senate. They've all received 30 hours of testimony from the citizens' hearing on UFO disclosure, which happened in May of 2013. And, Victor, you and I were talking uh, off the air just during the break. Yeah. How imp- the idea of having a real, a real hearing where these same witnesses would do it all over again, not so, it's, to me, the importance isn't that they're speaking to current sitting members of Congress. To me, the key is they are under oath, under federal law. If they perjure themselves, I mean, they could do time. Of course. So if you're sitting there watching an actual hearing and these witnesses are saying these things under oath, to me, that's very powerful. Well, when I saw that kind of happen at the sitting hearings that uh, Steve had back in, in May of 2013, it was a mock hearing. We all understand that. But uh, you have to be sitting there in the National Press Club and watching these people stand before they give their testimony and actually swear that what they're saying is the truth before these uh, you know, congressional members. So when you but get not a, under federal law of purge. Of course not, no. But the, the, the whole idea, what Steve did, was to replicate that feeling, and he did a damn good job of it, let me tell you, because you could feel the tension in the room, and you could feel each individual as they testified, um, and, and Steve could speak to this, uh, that they, they did. There was a gravitas about what they said, why they were saying it, and when you, you watch Watch the, uh, the the congressional members actually listen to it and, and make eye contact with it with the witnesses. You could see there was something very important going on. Now, if we can replicate that, if Steve can replicate that in real hearings, and know that the people that are listening to this, under penalty of law, and if you perjure yourself, it's big trouble. I think there's a strong motivation behind people to come forward and for the the congressional people to actually take it seriously. Because who's going to want to lie in front of a, a congressional hearing? Well, that's the key, isn't it, Stephen? Under penalty of loss, uh, an oath. Oh, sure, but guess what, guys? I got a treat for you. You ready? Ready. So I'm on the I'm on the show, and there's somebody listening to the show, and they they send me an email saying, "Have you seen this article?" So I immediately checked the article out. God, I love the Internet. And so what's happened here is the first article 
about the CHI, the Congressional Hearing Initiative, has hit the political press. It was in today's Washington Times, the Inside the Beltway section, which is very heavily read uh, just by everybody that reads the Washington Times. This just happened now while you were on this show? Someone sent you a link? That's right. So I'm going to read you uh, what was in the Washington Times today in the Inside the Beltway section from the always wonderful Jennifer Harper. Uh, Heading, Aliens from Elsewhere. While Congress and the White House argue over illegal aliens, Stephen Bassett, founder of the Paradigm Research Group and a registered lobbyist, continues to demand that lawmakers and officials tell what they know about aliens, as in extraterrestrials. The determined Mr. Bassett already organized a citizen hearing on disclosure last year at the National Press Club. A DVD of the 30-hour-long close encounter between witnesses, six former congressmen, she meant congresspersons, law enforcement experts, and assorted journalists was sent to all members of Congress on November the 5th as a matter of fact. Mr. Bassett now says he will renew the, a renewed direct engagement with lawmakers and has organized an aggressive social media campaign among like-minded voters who also want answers about UFO sightings, alien technology, and other matters. Congress last addressed the issue in 1968. Hang on a second. It goes on. I'm just trying to pull up the next page. Here we go. Quote, this will be a concentrated three-month effort accompanied by a substantial media coverage. If Congress congressional hearings are held, it is quite likely the truth embargo will collapse, Mr. Bassett predicts. Now, is there anything that she left out there? I mean, that is it. That is the exact uh, uh, description of what is going on in the Washington Times today. So now the game has begun. Well, I think with with Jennifer, and uh, I've spoken to Jennifer a couple of times, and she is solidly aware of what's going on. And now, what oh, kind? Yeah, of... I kept her informed for years. Yes. She's on top of it. She does her part. She she reports properly what's going on, and uh, you know we, we like her a lot. Um, but again, if there's going to be more articles. You see where this is going. That's the very first article. We intend to get as many as we can, and I'm going to try to get on every talk show there is. Um, we've got a hell of a story here. And um, um, so uh, this is, you know, for your audience, what's going down. And as I said, they can help make this happen because, and let me, let me, I don't want to, I really can't overstate this too much. If a committee on Capitol Hill decides that they will indeed allow these witnesses, not one or two or three to come up for a half day. I'm talking about 20, 30 witnesses or more coming up to testify over many days. Nothing unusual about that, believe me. That kind of comprehensive hearing. If a committee agrees to do that, it is possible it will trigger disclosure in and of itself because the media is going to get extremely worked up about that. No question, Once Stephen. they get worked up, things can move pretty quickly. Absolutely. All right, one more time out. We'll come back. Stephen Bassett, Paradigm Research Group, Victor Vigiani, Zeland News Network. The citizens' hearing on UFO disclosure being taken to the next level. We'll discuss further when the Conspiracy Show continues. Don't go away. Take a look around. What do you really see? This is where you can tell all about it. 
This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. And uh, we continue on with our discussion uh, with Stephen Bassett, the executive director of the Paradigm Research Group, and his efforts, of course, to end the 70-year UFO truth embargo. In studio, Victor Vigiani, the executive director of Zealand News Network. And uh, we were talking about the, uh, the media coverage. Uh, you mentioned an article... Uh, in the Washington Times uh, by Jennifer Harper, a hard-nosed journalist who wrote about your efforts, Stephen, and what's going on, uh, this media, this social media campaign that you're launching. And she wrote a, a solid, credible piece without a trace of sarcasm. And, Victor, you had an excellent point about what Jennifer Harper's role could be in this whole thing. Yeah, I th- just uh, in speaking with her before, and we exchange emails all the time, and, you know, we, we've always sort of... Uh, um, you know, kind of exchange ideas as to you know what Steve is doing, why he's doing it. I, I, I kind of think that could it could be uh, that uh, Jennifer could be the the Woodward or Bernstein of this if she's uh, supplied some you know poignant information and can cut through some of the uh, the glass ceiling that she's exposed to. And uh, and she's obviously being allowed to write about this, but how intrusive you know will her articles be, and how much more of a push could she uh, exert? to get these things, um, these hearings brought forward just by simple pressure on her part. And we all know what kind of pressure journalists can and do have on political figures. What do you think, Stephen? Is Jennifer Harper your Woodward or your Bernstein in all this? No, no. Uh, we don't want to load her up too much. She, she, uh, she, does, the, uh, she does the Inside the Beltway column, which uh, covers lots of stuff. And her role is to let people know stuff is coming down the pike. I right? give them a heads up. Um, she's not an investigative journalist in that sense. Now, understand, another nine journalists in, uh, in Washington received the set of DVDs about a week ago, uh, carefully selected. So uh, more, a few more will get them soon. Then DVDs are going to go out to certain members of the White House, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm letting things develop, you know, in appropriate way. Uh, this is just the first article. Uh, but that, I'm just saying that this tweet storm, and that, again, this, the, the power of social media is continuing to demonstrate itself every every month. You always see something. It is it is a it is the engine that is a, it is a engine that can drive almost any issue if people are sufficiently motivated. Well, if it can bring a regime in Egypt to its knees, surely it can convince uh, some Congress uh, people to uh, to open up a box and, and uh, sit in front of a TV or their DVD uh, player for a couple of hours. Give us some insight, Stephen, on how easy or difficult would it be uh, for a an official congressional hearing on this subject to be uh, called. How difficult or easy? This is the reason. You see, I believe that if we can get hearings, we can probably get disclosure pretty, pretty quickly thereafter. Uh, and the reasons for that are many, but again, when the media is confronted with the prospect that dozens of witnesses of rank and station, not just anybody, now you know the kinds of witnesses we're talking about. We call them military political agency witnesses, rank and station people, like Edgar Mitchell, like Paul Hillier, former defense minister of Canada, like pilots and former captains in the Air Force uh, SAC uh, operations uh, and so forth, so forth. The guys that guard the nukes. Yeah, when, when the media is confronted with them actually going on the hill and testifying under under oath, that's it. They are going to jump in, and when the media jumps in, there are a thousand questions that they could ask, 
and the government does not want to have to answer those questions, and probably the ball game is over. And then the other cool thing about it is hearings are very easy to get. It's very difficult to pass a law, believe me. And you want to get a law passed, my friend, well, welcome to it. I've seen Mr. Smith goes to Washington, I know. Yeah, yeah, well, it's even harder than that. Uh, It's got to go through the House, got to go to the Senate, it's got to get through the committees and be voted on. A hearing is nothing. They can pull it. They can call a hearing in a day, and they've done it, right? Something will happen, and the Senate will, will say, we're having a hearing Wednesday, and get X number of people up here uh, immediately, and they can do it. So, and, and, and any committee can call a hearing any time. There's, there's no vote necessary. The committee chair pretty much decides. Okay, let's get to Victor, Victor again in here. Would there be a specific committee uh, that, that you would have your eye on? I'm looking at. Which, which ones are there? Are the key ones? Would you figure? Well, uh, four, the four most uh, appropriate would be the two science, technology, space science and technology committees, and the two intelligence committees. Obviously, I can't approach the whole House and Senate. We're going to focus on the people sitting on those committees, with the idea to ultimately convince enough members of a committee to pressure or persuade the chairperson to go ahead and pull the trigger and call these call this hearing together. And then the other cool thing about it is that, remember, all we're asking is for them to, to, to listen to testimony, to sit and listen to testimony under oath to get important information that they could make decisions about. We're not asking them to declare their view on the issue. We're not asking them to go in front of the press and say what they think about extraterrestrials one way or the other. Don't do anything. All we have to do is let the witnesses come and testify. Because there is precedence here, Steve. We, we know, you and I both know in 1968, that, that uh, the symposium on, uh, on UFO, um, S inquiry before a committee. Now, the, the, the really interesting part about that, and I think your listeners, our listeners should really um, take, this, take stock of this, is that one of the people who introduced Alan J. Hynek at the uh, actual symposium was Donald Rumsfeld. Senator at the time, and I think there is precedence oh, is that for right? I yes. Didn't know that. Yes, he introduced uh, Alan J. Hynek at the 1968 um, congressional symposium on a study of UFOs. And another I, thing that's very cool about that, in that one of the people that submitted a paper to that hearing uh, also testified at the citizen hearing, and of course that's Dan Friedman. Forty-five years later, still at it. But let me be clear: while that hearing brought some, you know, was legitimate, there was legitimate information that was presented, it should have been followed up on. That's not what was going on, though. Uh, That hearing was done so the Congress could say they had a hearing. Shortly after that, as you may recall, uh, they announced the results of the Condon Report, shut down Project Blue Book, and said, we're out of the UFO business. And they haven't had a hearing since. And you know how many sightings there have been and how much evidence has emerged since 1968? I can assure you that those in the government who are uh, tasked with managing this issue know full well that certainly since 91, the truth embargo could not withstand a, congressional, a proper congressional hearing, not three people in a half a day, 30 people over an entire week. It couldn't withstand it. And so every effort to get hearings, the, the only ones I know about are since 92, and there have been many, have all been stopped cold. But this one's not being stopped. I have not been blocked. The witness has not been bothered. Uh, it's almost like they're saying, hey, if you can do it, do it. So we have a shot here. All right, Stephen, give us the details on how people can uh, participate in this social media storm. All right. They need to go to 
fax, F-A-X, on Washington.org. Or they can go to the website disclosure.media. Or they can go to the Facebook page, The Disclosure Lobby. They will find information and links, right, that will tell them the basic message they need to send to the U.S. Congress. That message is, you got some DVDs that have been sent to you. We want you to look at them, too. We want you to meet with the lobbyist, Stephen Bassett, to discuss the citizen hearing content in those DVDs. And we want hearings for these witnesses on Capitol Hill. Now, uh, and you also will get the links. It will make it fairly easy for you to find all the pages of the members of Congress and then find their Facebook icon and their, their, their Twitter icon so that you can tweet the two-thirds of the House and Senate that have Twitter accounts, and you tweet them messages asking, you know, not one, not two, but a number of messages, double up, do it, repeat them every four days. doesn't matter. They can't keep track. Just keep raining tweets down. I'm saying we want this DVD set opened. We want you to meet with Bassett. We want hearings and hashtag it disclosure. The same thing in your Facebook uh, post messages or posts on their Facebook page. And you can do every, all the members that have Facebook pages and Twitter accounts, you can do that. And also there are links to uh, where you can easily get the uh, email form pages for all, for, for all the members of the House and Senate. You can email the entire Senate. You can email your congressperson. And email them as long as you want, but make, keep it to the point. And then wait a week and email them again. We need to rain emails, tweets, and Facebook messages down upon them. That's why it's called a social media storm. All through the rest of this month and at least halfway into December. Okay, give us the links. Again, fax, F-A-X on Washington.org, disclosure.media, uh, and the Facebook, I'm sorry, uh, and the Facebook page, the Disclosure Lobby, and you can find information about the citizen hearing at citizenhearing.org. Org. All right, Stephen, we'll uh, have you on again uh, in the next maybe month or so and track uh, the progress. And uh, congratulations on this initiative. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, I don't know, I just sense that you're really moving the ball forward on this one. Uh, it's All just, right, we got a shot here. We want everybody on board, and that includes Canada. Get, join the tweet storm, Canadians. Do your thing. All right, Stephen, thank you so much for this. All righty. Stephen Bassett, Executive Director of Paradigm Research Group. Well, Victor, I mean, uh, I'm I'm impressed at the mm-hmm. how uh, people like Jennifer Harper. Now he says she's not an investigative reporter, but uh, and, and I was corrected. I I, I assume that uh, for the most part, mm-hmm. the the mainstream media continues to approach the UFO ET uh, subject with ter- uh, tongue firmly planted in cheek, with a bit of sarcasm. But that's mm-hmm. not that's not true. There is a sea change that's happened here. It's more of a, I, I guess, they're, they're, it went from ridicule to tongue-in-cheek to just simple avoiding the issue, taking it seriously but avoiding it. A lot of journalists that I, I speak to said, yeah, that's, there's something going on there, but uh, we just don't want to cover it. No. So we've moved forward now in, into another era of understanding, and whether there's a collective consciousness among journalists you know, going at this kind of stuff, they're eventually going to pick up on it. But they're writing about it in a serious way. That is a monumental Yeah. Leap forward, yeah. And people like uh, uh, Lee, Spie- uh, uh, Lee Spiegel at right. the, hundred, at the uh, Huffington, Huffington Post, Post yeah. Right. Uh, Lee's done a great job with this, and he covered all five days of the hearings. And I've, I've, as I've always said, he's got, I, I think, the best coverage written down about yeah. it. Day it's, by but day. you know, it's it's the Huffington Post, very influential, yep. but it's online. When you yep. have a hard copy like the Washington mm-hmm. Times yeah. inside the Beltway column, writing about this in a serious manner, that is a huge change. It's yeah, it really is. What do you what do you think uh, Stephen's chances are of getting an actual hearing in Washington with some of these same witnesses on UFOs? 
I'm not even going to say 50-50. I think it could be be greater than that. I think there's a good 7 out of 10 chance that, that he could pull this off. I really, really believe that because of the, the amount of support that he just might get for this and the cross-pollination among some of these members of Congress uh, that could happen. It's, it's, it's going to go. It's, there's just been too much pressure on this to stay put. There, could we see a citizen's hearing on Parliament Hill, Victor? Hey, you never know what Zealand Communications can do with a little bit of information. Victor Vigiani, I appreciate your time, as always. It's a pleasure. Hope you're enjoying our uh, Hangout On Air would love to hear from you. Just email theconspiracyshow1 at gmail.com. Let Albert and myself know. How are you enjoying the live stream? The website, richardserrett.com, your portal to the program. And as always, follow the truth.